forever. Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast. Scary, scary Stories to, to Tell on the pod. pod. It is a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, scary things you tell us about. Um, and it's primarily a comedy podcast about these things. So think of it less like an essay that you turn into your teacher and more like um, you and your friends sort of talking in the back of class about um, how your teacher sort of looks like a ghost. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes you get a teacher with like wispy white hair. That's ghost hair, baby. Yeah. And like her feet don't really touch the floor. They sort of missed out around the ankles. (laughs) We've all been there. I did have a teacher who um, would wear long skirts and would sometimes sit on a, like a high stool and she would look like a mannequin. Oh no. And no one said anything. You can't do that. Oh my God. Well, you've got a bunch of arty kids. Or was that an... This was pre-arty school, um, okay. But but it was really it was oft talked about. Oh my god! I I'd never had any ghost teachers, but I did. My second grade teacher did tell us that she was a dinosaur, and we believed <laughs> her, which we didn't know is like a joke you say when you feel like you're old. Of course, but as but a she kid. also earnestly told us that she was a her her name was Mrs. Scusa, and she was wonderful, and she told us she was a Scusasaurus. We oh. were like, well. <laughs> I guess I could see that. I mean, and yeah, I mean, it's so crazy to think about how young our teachers were back then. I, in fact, I don't want to talk about it any longer. It freaks me out. Oh yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's all over. They were seventeen. <laughs> they were we were 17. four. Right. Oh, nightmare. Um, Anna, it is a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Uh, which means it's an urban legisode day. And we've had so many awesome emails from you all about holiday-related scary stories. And boy, oh boy, did one ever jump to mind um, for me? Again, it the 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 subject line of an email is not everything, but this one <laughs> just tickled me a lot. Um, subject line: Anna, dead grandma zoom bomb, not clickbait. <laughs> oh my god, yes! Thank I, God. If you add "not clickbait" in parentheses to anything, I will laugh. It is just I'll- a it's a good bit. I'll laugh and then also I'll click on it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, like it's over, not clickbait. It's like, well. Well. Um, okay. And also I recognize that that two of the recent emails that I've read have been grammar related. It's not a sure thing. Like, I'm not prioritizing grammar related stories. This just tends to happen. Most grandmas are ghosts. <laughs> that's that's just the all historically. End. Yeah. Uh okay, so here we go. Hi, Anna and Andrew. Okay, so I sent you a silly haunted sleep machine Amazon review I found a few weeks back, but I guess the universe thought that was two small potatoes. <gasps> no, not at all. Everybody, it's we're a two we're a two creep operation here, and sometimes we miss emails and messages, and we're very sorry. We will try to get to all of them. Um, okay. Yes. Something happened to me and my family about a week ago, and I'm still trying to wrap my brain around it. Recent. Very recent. My dad's side of the family had a big Zoom call consisting of everyone, but maybe two or three cousins. It was mostly a lot of catching up, celebrating Biden's win, and telling the older aunts and uncles to move closer to their microphones. Yep. (laughs) 
correct? This, yeah, Thanksgiving, holidays, this is the vibe. We lost my grandma about 10 years ago, but she comes up in conversation all the time because we miss her a lot. I think during the Zoom, we were talking about how she would have gotten a kick out of a virtual family reunion or something of that nature. All of a sudden, someone new joined the call. We thought it was going to be one of the missing cousins, but it wasn't. You know how when you enter a Zoom call before you turn on your camera slash microphone, a black screen with your name will pop up? Well, lo and behold, my grandma's name popped up on our call for about two seconds, (gasps) then disappeared. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Remember, she died close to 10 years ago and didn't have a computer, let alone Before a Zoom, Zoom. account. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my aunt technically has the same first name as my grandma, but goes by her middle name and was already on the call. No one else in the family has my grandma's name, and no one would pull a prank like that. Her name popped up for all of two seconds after we brought her up in conversation, then left. I can't explain it, but it really did feel like she had been there with us for a brief second, forgot she was supposed to be invisible. (laughs) Or maybe she wanted to let us know she was there. It wasn't just me. We all saw it. Luckily, it felt like a really happy, beautiful, unexplainable thing, and we all laughed about it. But ever since it happened, I can't get it out of my head. I've been watching a lot of Long Island Medium lately. God bless that woman. Uh But can the spirit of a hairdresser appear to her? (gasps) Wow. I think those are the only spirits that appear to her. (laughs) And because it's Long Island, she's in business. (laughs) And honestly can say that my skepticism about the afterlife has been somewhat lifted. I just feel bad that even from the other side, our loved one has to deal with Zoom technical issues. It does make me feel good, though, to know that she was able to see us get together as a family during these awful times. And I hope she knows how much we miss her. Besides this Zoom bomb, the only other haunted experiences I have had were at the summer camp I went to slash worked at for most of my life. I know you guys were camp counselors. Did your camps have any haunted rumors? Let me know if you ever want my full camp ghost story. Thanks for the laughs and scares. Hope you're both doing well. Best, Lily. Lily. Lily, this was so, this was a really sweet one. I love heartwarming ghost stories. Those can be nice. Yeah, I love that. I love the idea. That's such a grandma thing to do. Oh, oh, I, um, oh, God. I'm dead. Oh, God. I'm so. <laughs> leave it to me. Oh, I stepped on a grape. Oh, God. Oh, it, and now the floor. Ugh. <laughs> I do. Don't it anyway. It is very funny having to navigate. Um, I mean, Zoom calls, as we've as we've all talked about before, can be very creepy. And it's nice to have an otherworldly experience that's not negative on Zoom. Yeah, I know. I've only experienced one Zoom bummer in my life, and it did not have this vibe at all. No. It wasn't like, oh, you know, uh. <laughs> I just love that so much. <laughs> you know what? I have something for you, but of course I left it home, and I'm, I'm dead. And um, darn it anyway. All right. Well, you'll just have to see me. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> Damn it. I also love that probably what happened, like, like Zoom in the afterlife is like the grandma asked to use someone's computer. It's one that they don't recognize. And they've been talking the whole time on the Zoom, but no one right. has recognized it. They're, they think that no one can hear them. And they're like, Pauline, that hair. <laughs> I don't know. I had that happen. I was on a Zoom call and someone was like, yeah, I don't know what any of them are talking about. So I got to 
they're all just going on and on. It's I I will say I have I'm in I'm in a Zoom writer's room at the moment. And the amount of times I really commiserate with with elderly relatives because the amount of times I pitch something and I think, oh my God, everyone hates me, and I realize I'm on mute is <gasps> at this point NASA mm. couldn't count how many times that's happened. And they're the counters. <laughs> they're the counters. I do I honestly have been like sometimes it has saved me a lot where I'm like Oh, that was the dumbest thing I could have ever pitched and no one heard it. Thank God. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it's God looking out for you. <laughs> right. right. Man's, re- man's rejection is God's protection. You there know? we go. Wow. And Zoom's rejection is God's protection too. It is. Um, God's on Zoom. God's on Zoom. That sounds like God's on Zoom sounds like a TikTok handle. Oh my God. I, this is my something spooky for this week, which isn't related to this really, but, um, I discovered this TikTok girl, Taylor something who did, um, this like lip sync act out to the idea. She's like a, an alt-right girl. Oh yes. Um, she acted out her like not wanting to get the vaccine and they're like, you know, the punishment is death. Right. And she's like, yeah, but the mark of the beast is what Christ says not to get. And I know that the vaccine is a chip that gives you mind control. Mm-hmm. And then she's beaten to death while lip syncing to a song, which absolutely was my vibe as a kid, except it came out for me as Lord of the Rings erotica. Like <laughs> we are all in this sort of dark and scary, horny place. <laughs> like <laughs> this is just her version of that, you know? Yeah. Oh, I hope um, she finds a fantasy novel to invest in. I, I'm sure she's making money. I just hope, I hope she's getting paid, but, um, <laughs> But she also does these other act outs um, that one is about her. (laughs) It says um, your boyfriend. Oh, it's POV. Do you know this POV thing? Yes. Yes. Where it's I just learned it. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, But it's POV. Your boyfriend is saying he's going to kill himself. Mm -hmm. And he tells you to say, quote, you're saying one last time before he does. And you say no, because you think that will make him not kill himself. And he does it anyway. And it's just her going. No, no. And then gasping and crying. Uh, <laughs> it's like nothing's wrong. Nothing's yeah. going on. But then there's a follow up. Okay. Where it's um, you're getting ready for the first date you've gone on since he died. And um, you think you feel um, your, his presence while you're getting ready. And it's just her um, curling her hair and then the lights flicker. And she's like, huh? Oh. All while a song is playing. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I can't get also the the especially the blonde TikTok teens love doing sort of um concentration camp historical romance. Uh, Do you know this? No. There's like a oh, whole no. genre of it's like it's like we've just studied the Holocaust in history class and are like, I gotta make a TikTok about this. And they're like, that sounds hot, actually. <laughs> it's really hard. It's I like might be. Uh, I'm so grateful to not have had any sort of social media account when I was 14. I remember starting to write my memoirs several times in at least I could burn those, you know. Oh my god. My my live journal is wiped everybody. I know. What was it called? It was called I think let's see. Oh, I think it was called you know what it was? It was the same as my <laughs> It's the same as my my screen name from before the 2000 election, which was Cheney Wolf, and everyone thought I was supporting Dick oh, Cheney, right. which was not true. It's spelled differently. 
Long um, Cheney. I think I I think I still made it Cheney Wolf, and then it was like not that one. I think that was the oh good. That was the one. but yeah. That there was a lot of a lot of stuff, a lot of just you know the the roles I wanted to be cast in in the spring musical. It's it was really bleak, and oh. I'm glad it's gone. Oh God! Remember, like I had a bad day today, and then just talking about it openly. Can you imagine? Right. Yeah, I had a bad day today, and then like a picture from Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> and that's why we're friends. And that is why we're friends. Um, oh, but Lily, um, you you mentioned your camp scary stories. Um, oh yes. Please do send it, especially close to summertime, because listen, when it's winter, that just means summer's around the bend. Um, we love that's camp true. Scary stories. That's deeply true. Um, deeply true. Our camp did have a scary story that I think is sort of a recycled one that's pretty common. Um, about It was called Raggedy Ann. And it was about a Raggedy Ann doll that I think got left out in the rain oh. and got struck by lightning Ooh. and then took on the spirit of a dead camper or something and just went around. It would murder people who left their... Um, if you like left a hand hanging off your bed, it would cut your hand off. Oh, um, I think it also was like if you kept your bunk not clean, like if your suitcase good. was not under your bed. Very good. Tactic. Which I do think was added later um, just to get the kids to put their damn suitcases under their bed. Yeah, um, I've, I, I think the only the only sort of ghost story surrounding um, my camp were ones that I made up. I mean, Scatterfingers was one. And then yes. there were cautionary tales. There was a camper named Yanni who was always getting hurt. And oh, um, we would be like, there was a camper who went into the bushes that we said not to go into. And he got stung in the face by a bee and his face inflated. Like we would just like tell stories about a camper who got hurt. And it was always the same camper. Oh, Yanni. Great yeah, salad. Yanni. He, he, one time it was after he'd been stung by a bee and his face had inflated and he had an ice pack tied to his head, <laughs> like an oh. old fashioned, like goofy cartoon. Um, and the, cause like from like puppet class was the fabric we had. And so it was like wizards and stars wrapped around his head. And he was so little that the ice pack was like weighing his head down. And, um, I said to him, he had been hurt in two other ways that week. And I said to him like, geez, you've had a rough week, haven't you? And he said, I'm a pain magnet, which That's I thought was very sweet and sad. Oh my God. No, he, he was discovering something about himself. <laughs> um but yeah that was it that was it for me oh another thought i had about zoom ghosts yes was um when you are part of a zoom meeting and people can't see you and you can just hear them or or that you can see them and they can't see you i find that very uncomfortable so you can hear them and they can't see you you can you can hear and see them but your camera's not on so they can't see or hear you I find that weird. Yeah. Do you, so you never go, uh, you never turn your camera off? I don't, I mean, I think our room is small enough that that would, I think people would begin to be suspicious if the camera was off for a long period. I mean, it's like sometime if I'm like running to the bathroom or like getting a package or something, I'll do that. But for a long period of time, I would feel, I would feel, I would feel like I was um, eavesdropping and not involved, you know? Yeah, I know it's 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 hard. Um, it does make it seem like you're on a roller coaster somewhere. <laughs> I would love, I would love though to be have my camera turned off all day and then have it go on for a second, and I'm like at the top of you know Superman the ride or whatever, and they're just like, oh my <laughs> god, it's a hang down coaster. He's at Six Flags. 
Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That is scary. I think it's scary. The moment where you're joining the call too. Yes. And you don't know whether the camera's already going to be on or not. Yeah. That's That's too hard. One time I was joining after a shower and I was like, I need to hide the fact that my hair is wet. So I put a hat on and then my camera came on and I just looked like a wet sort of hitchhiker. (laughs) Immediately turned it off, which must have been haunting for people to see. (laughs) Yeah, I've definitely. um, I think for me, the biggest thing I've learned is trying to find good light in my apartment over Zooms because there are some days when it's like especially when daylight savings time happens and it gets dark, then suddenly everyone looks like they're in like a serial killer confession tape. Oh yeah. They're just lit by the light of their laptops. And that's very scary. It's all very 2008. Yes. That's exactly the impact that it has. When you have good lighting, you're in the future. When you have bad lighting, you just, you just like said, I was just watching Glenn Beck on Fox news. It's like, that's the time period. <laughs> ironically, you were watching it ironically. I'm not making any judgments. Oh, innocent days. Innocent days. That chalkboard, remember? I don't. Good. Nor should yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I don't watch that. <laughs> Unlike you, Andrew. <laughs> Anseled ass. Yeah. Just, you know, you guys know me. Neocon Andrew on the pod. <laughs> you love watching stressful things. Let local communities take care of roads. No, that's a joke. Let the road pave itself. (laughs) I choose the road less paved. We are, above all things, a libertarian pod. (laughs) Oh, Anna, um, uh, speaking of of knowing about the Glenn Beck uh, chalkboard, um, I have a new entry into a segment we like to call, I was wrong, okay? Oh no. Okay. And boy, was I ever wrong. Uh, so we got this email, a follow-up from Megan regarding, um, the frightening a child to death law in Canada. Okay. Um, and it reads the, the following. Hi again. I regret to inform you that I was very unclear in my last email and confused you. Megan, that's not true. I just misread it, but thank you for doing this so gracefully. I am so glad you enjoyed this weird Canadian law, but I explained it in a way that you understood it backwards. I think the true meaning will make you feel more assured that we take death of children somewhat seriously in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot be held criminally responsible for the death of an adult if you scare them and kill them by doing so. But if you scare a child and they die you may go to jail. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Repeating this more times makes it feel less wild, but who even knows anymore? Sorry to confuse and correct you and sorry to be a cliche and apologize so much. Big time fan, Megan. Megan, you have nothing to apologize for. I'm the American dope. Um, You are the Canadian genius. Oh my God. Also, listeners, we apologize profusely if you've taken advantage of this law and now find yourself at risk. Please do not kill a child because we told you so by scaring them. It's just, please don't do it. We just can't, we can't, Anna and I don't look good in courtroom lighting. We just can't be there. We can't do it. Like, I will either look too dowdy and it will be wrong or I'll look too slutty. Yeah. And we'll be wrong. I will worry that wearing a suit makes me look like I'm guilty and I'll wear what I think is a dressy sweater. But then by the time I show up, I realize this sweater is way too casual. Too cash. <laughs> it doesn't look homey. That's a tale as old as time for me. I always oh think God. I can dress up a sweater and I never can. 
I can't do anything to a sweater. <laughs> you can't do it. A sweater is what it is. Accept it and move on. Oh my God. Well, that that makes more sense to me, I have to say. It goes more along the lines of like um like endangering a child. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't. You can't do it. I don't like I recently saw a prank. Um, I do follow this Instagram called Kids Getting Hurt, um, which <gasps> sounds oh. terrible. Yeah. Um, it's not it I don't I don't like to watch it for like kids crashing on their bicycles. But sometimes, uh, you know, a, a kid dropping a water balloon on another kid's head is very funny. And I'm just sorry to admit that. That's that doesn't. OK, yeah. But there's this I'm video cool. that's going around uh, that has been getting a lot of hits. And I don't like it because it's about pranking a child and making them feel ashamed. And it's um, so it's a dad holding like a cream pie and connected to it are like two milk jugs, like heavy milk jugs. And he's being timed, being like, oh, this is so hard to hold this up. And he can only do it for five seconds. And then his young son is like, I want to try. And the young son is then holding this cream pie up and the two heavy weights are below. And then while the kid is doing that, they take out scissors and they snip the weights off. And then the kid pies himself in the face. And then immediately starts crying and runs inside because his whole family is laughing at him. And his grandma says, I'm going to pee my pants. Which I hope you do. Yeah, that's what you deserve. Don't trick a kid. Don't trick kids. What do you talk? They don't know anything. We talk about this often. There's no sport in tricking a kid. Like, of course, they're tricked. They're kids. They don't know anything. It's like it's like claiming that you've won a game because you you throw a cheese it in the water and a fish eats it. Like, what did you think? Yeah, that's what <laughs> fish love cheese its. Every yeah. animals love snacks. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do. Oh, I do love that that line I will credit to Amy Sedaris, who <laughs> talks about her favorite things are like platitudes that make no sense and mean nothing. <laughs> Which the two that she says oh. is everyone goes to jail. Animals love snacks. <laughs> <laughs> it's all true <laughs> it's true so before ann and i leave you we want to share a little segment that we like to call scary, scary ideas, ideas for, things for things that could happen, that happen. correct um correct anna should i go first or should you what do you think i can go first excellent you wake up and you see in front of your face ghost boobies that could happen that could happen wow <laughs> brief and true haunting yeah brevity is wit but brevity is also scarce brevity is t-i-t um okay okay here's here's mine you are doing some last minute decoration shopping and you notice a store that is just called Nutcrackers. That's it. That's what the sign says. Nutcrackers, that's it. You go in, and sure enough, it is just Nutcrackers everywhere. Some are just standard Nutcrackers um, that are not decorative and not in the shape of a man. But there are a lot of Nutcrackers that are themed differently. And you notice a Nutcracker that looks just like you. And you think, what a funny thing to get for myself for Christmas. You take it home. 
you decide to give it a try. So you put a big old chestnut in its mouth and you crack it. And suddenly you taste chestnut. Then you think that's weird. You put a peanut in, you crack the peanut and you taste peanut. And then you put an almond in, you crack it and you taste almond. And then you have to call 911 because you are in fact allergic to almonds. That could, that could happen. happen. Andrew, you kept us guessing. You got too greedy, you know? You got too greedy. I kept expecting it to taste like blood and that you're eating yourself. Oh, that would be good Which, too. That, I have to say, that exact thing happens to me every Christmas. <laughs> it's just such a bother. I'm always, I, I have used a nutcracker for the, you're really not supposed to use decorative nutcrackers to crack nuts, but I have no. done it. Um, it's, it's doesn't work very well. Spoiler alert. Yeah. That's like asking a show dog to fetch your slippers. They don't know how to do that. Anna, can I tell you actually one of the most disturbing things that's ever happened to me with a big bowl of nuts? That is the only thing I ever want to hear you say. Okay. This is a lot. This is how we're going to close out today. Okay. My family used to have this big decorative bowl of nuts. No one ever ate the nuts. They were just like, I assumed they were fake nuts. <laughs> um, but like big, gorgeous, weird nuts, you know, um, mm-hmm. like not your standard <laughs> ones. And, uh, one time a friend was over after school, I was probably in first or second grade and they were like, Hey, can we crack open one of those nuts? And I was like, absolutely. Anna, we crack open a totally sealed nut and inside is not a nut. Inside is a big bug. <gasps> A big uh, dead bug. Uh, uh, uh. Isn't that insane? Inside? Inside. Like it was it was a sealed nut. There was not a crack uh, in the nut. There I'm, wasn't a hole in the nut. It this has haunted me. There must have been, but not but the but whatever size the the imperceptible <laughs> hole had been, this bug was much bigger. It felt as though this was like a witch's curse or something. It was one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. You got a bug nut. <laughs> it was, and I'm trying to, it was not like, it was not like a bee or a spider. It, and, it, and it was not a cockroach, but it was something along, it was like a beetle. That's awful. That is what I pictured when you said that. Yeah, it was very oh, bad, but it was like desiccated. It was totally dried out. Yucky, yuck. Yeah. How is, old do you think it was? I mean, frankly, I think because they were strictly decorative and it was just like no one ever would have used them. I mean, we might have had it for 10 years. This like is awful. Over a decade. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't even, you know what, to be honest, I don't even know that I told my parents. I think I was so horrified that we just let it go. You felt it was somehow your fault? I did. Yeah. I felt like, I felt yeah. like if I did that and then told my parents that, they'd be like, did you put a bug in the nut bowl? Andrew, I hate that for my friend. <laughs> Listen, you know what? It's it's built character. It's made me a stronger person or a weaker person, arguably. Yeah, I think you could have been better and then that <laughs> happened to worse. I like to think of it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, uh, what will it be? Uh, we're recording this in advance. Will it be Hanukkah by the time this episode comes out? I can't be expected to know this. Okay, Let well, hey, if it's Hanukkah, enjoy. Um, it probably Hanukkah. won't be Christmas yet. Hanukkah is a very sensible time this year it is from thursday december 10th to friday december 18th which oh, is great. reasonable so it will be hanukkah. it's a reasonable this is a reasonable hanukkah sometimes you get a hanukkah 
that starts on December 1st. And that is out of control. Remember when Hanukkah was on Thanksgiving? That was crazy. Too much. Get out of here, Hanukkah. Go. (laughs) Don't do this, you lunar freak. (laughs) Go hug Christmas. (laughs) But if you celebrate Hanukkah, please do enjoy. We're sending you our very best. Um, And everybody else, get Get out. out. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team, And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.